Tuesday, Shoyvim Parshas Va'era, Tovshin Pei Dalit. Over the generations, Tehillim has become the focal point point of Yiddishkeit. People have turned to that Sefer, to those Prokim, to bring out their greatest sorrow and their greatest joy. And it became so much so part of our davening that there's even a joke where somebody said he doesn't know what the big deal about Davra Melech is. He just took so many parts of davening and put it into one Sefer. But the point is that so much of what Dovra Melech wrote and what we say in Tehillim has become part of our daily lives, whether it's through davening or other parts of our life. And this has become more and more increasing over the years. As we said yesterday, that in the times of Beit HaMikdash, Tehillim took on a role. But I want to continue through history. In the times of the Ge'inim, there's a few chuvas in the Ge'inim that highlight how Tehillim became more and more popular to say and Rav Ha'igoyen and Shuvah Sagoyenim, he was asked over there regarding this. That says in the Mishnah that one is not allowed to read on Shabbos or Haner, and yet he writes Min Hagenu Kan Bekiruwan. The minig over here in Northern Africa is a Batik Neisio. It's miscapsin anoshim, and the shul people gather b'cholil yoyim akipurim every Yom Kippur night. Upa'amim belezu Shabbos. It's sometimes on a Friday night. Bekarim Tehillim la'aru Ashishio is v'mekroyus. And therefore the question was, is that okay or is that not okay? Even earlier than Rav Haigoyen, the time of Rav Natrinoigoyen, it's brought down, this they're asking, there are shuls where people gather, and then the Shavim Kippur, they'll even say almost up to two hours worth of Achikach with Balaam and then Davin. The question is, Mahu Lassus came. What do you say about this? Since Zman Krishma arrived, Zman Krishma, Mutal Haskal, Lashana, Kedim, Shakibu, Ol, Bakashmai, Maloi. Can one say to Hillel without saying Krishma? Or do we say that the time has come? And the answer that he gives is, Kacheru Unim, Nashamayim. I was showed from Shamayim, she is thrown, Shamashkimim, Muboim, Bebatek, Nasias, Mishabasa, it's to be on the table, and Vilayim, the Midi Yafay, Nasim. It's a beautiful thing that they're doing. Chain, Minig, Rebavo, Mishilas, Golos, Rishayna. And this is an old custom already from when Yidin went into Golos after the Bayez Rishon and they went to Bavol. This became the minig that people gathered in shuls to say Tehillim. So we see in the times of Yidin this became more and more common. There's even one more chuva that we're going to discuss in the time of the Yidin. How important Tehillim became because we see the question is should they stop the saying Tehillim in order to be able to learn or should the learning take precedence, and the tilm should not be said. But we don't have the answer to that, Shaila, but the Shaila of Russian is, the Sha'alta, Anoshim Shaim, and Hogim Shibukoyim, Shabbos, and Moyza, Yiboyim, and Boyd Lailo, the Besak Nessus, there was a minute that people would come Friday night, ready when it was still night, to Shul, the current Sassim, and the Hillam, Adman, Sitar, Hospital, till Shabbos morning, davening. Hello, Shabbos, Sarah, Sime, Chuba, Yom Kippurim, where you curry him and clum. Came along somebody wanted them to stop and he wanted to, he requested that people should have said learn at that point there are people that are not learned they can't learn it's a proper to stop the minute of saying to him they can't learn while the tone is being said. Can we force them to stop so people should be able to learn? We see the unbelievable 
place Tehillim took on thousand, fifteen hundred years ago in the society that so much so that people are requesting that they can't learn because the Tehillim is going on and the Shah was sent to the Gainim. Can we stop them from saying Tehillim? Again, like we said, we don't have the answer, but just the question alone should give us pause to see the Hashivas. And I want to go back to what we discussed over the past two days regarding the different people types to do tshuva. The Chavot Chaim, when he elaborates on the Mishnah and Masech Saito, where Pichas Ben Yoyer sets up a person's life on how a person can reach the pinnacle of being a person starting from the lowest rung on the ladder, Jesus revealed the Kios, and the Kios revealed the Tahiro, all the way up to the point where a person is able to reach very high levels. And the Chavot Chaim wants to suggest that this Braisa Repikasvenyar is not for the average person, but rather for people on a very high Madrego. And through them continuing on this ladder of growth, that's a very, that their Prince of is giving them a guide. But simple people should not force themselves into this path, but rather do whatever they can. And the Chavkan says, I'm already Says there was one of a master that had an employee, servant, that wasn't the brightest. And one time he asked him to go get him some water to drink. And when he brought him the water, he saw that it wasn't sifted and there was things floating around in it. And he asked him, how come he did this? And he said, you asked me for a cup of water. And the master explained to him that before you bring a cup of water to the master, you heat it up and you and you sift it and you burn out all the the dirt of it. And then you bring it to drink. And the, the slave heard and he, he absorbed that. One time there was a fire that happened in the house. And in the olden days when the fire was caught, it was very difficult to save anything. And all the houses in the city were endangered. And when the master saw this, he started screaming that he should go bring water. And when this servant heard to bring water, he went and he started cooking it up and he started sifting it. And he obviously, by the time he got there, the town, the houses were burnt down. And the master starts screaming at him and he says, well, it took you so long to get water. And his answer was, you told me that I need to sift water and I need to cook it up before I bring it to you. And the master tells him, Aish, for consumption... When I'm sitting in my house, when everything is great, I have the ability, I, I can afford the time to have it done like that. But when, when there's a fire burning, we do whatever we can. We throw anything at the fire to try to calm it down. Says the time, the marshal is very, very different to what we go through in life. When a person is calm and everything is good and he's growing and he's shagging, he has the ability to start sifting what, yeah, what not to do. And he can be very specific in how he wants to go with Zavayi Hashem. But when there's a fire burning, when there's a fire burning, you take whatever you can. You do as much Zavayi Hashem, as, as much I say to you as you can, to try to put the fire out. And the truth is, even if the fire emits are not as beautiful as they can be, if you can start waiting for it to be as beautiful as it can be, who knows if you're able to do it. The Kratzka said a very sharp line, we say, These things, these words should be on your heart. And he asked, what does that mean? Why should it be on your heart? It should be in your heart. And the Kutzke explained that not always is the heart open and ready to accept. So put it on there. So then the moment when you are ready to accept, it will open up and all those things will fall in. We have to accumulate whatever we can, whenever we can. Chapa Mitzvah, Chapa Mishnah, Chapa Gemara, Chapa Perak Tehillim, Chapa Chesed. Because we never know. 
every single thing is so important to us to be able to have our Savior HaTshuva go and help us take. Be'ezus Hashem.